I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist After Show. Not really physically here at AfterBuzz TV, but we are here <laughs> in spirit. We are doing things a little differently today. Unfortunately, due to the circumstances going on with the coronavirus right now, we are playing th things safe and we are watching Zoe's playlist from home, self-quarantine style. And yes, I am your host, Brandon Hanna, and we have an amazing panel for you guys. You know them, you love them. Let's start <laughs> off first with the amazing uh, theater uh, musical enthusiast Emily May. Hey! <laughs> Hi guys, I hope you're all doing okay. I miss having you near me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I miss having literally right next to me at all times, but not today. It's the amazing voice actor herself, Kitty Kaboom. Hey, what's up, guys? I hope everybody's good and safe and somewhere where you can watch us. Yes. Yes, and last but not least, I think his singing voice will sound even better over Skype. It's Amir Yassai. <laughs> Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. That's the best my voice has ever sounded. Oh my God. Perfect. Yes. Absolute perfection. Next season. Next season. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yes, we do have a fantastic show for you all today. Max gets a makeover with the help of Mo. Glad to see the two of them together. Cannot wait to get to talk about that. And Jessica and Simon's engagement party while it goes up in flames. And Mitch takes an unfortunate fall at the end, but he's okay. He's okay. It's just a learning curve. It's just fine. Uh, I know Amir has uh, some opinions about his friend and what could possibly happen with Maggie. Ooh, I, I do not want to have that debate, but we will. And of course, <laughs> in our special segment for this week, we are bringing back our own internal musical monologues. Just how far would you go for someone that you love? I think we have some pretty good ones for that. But before we get into all those amazing topics, I do want to get into our overall thoughts on today's episode. Emily, where do you think? Start us off. Oh my God. So this was like the episode that they were hyping so big all over social media. And it definitely went above and beyond my expectations. I loved the song choices were incredible. It was like all of my favorite songs. You know, they had like Say My Name. What else did they have? They had Kesha. Like it was incredible. So I enjoyed it so much. And I, I loved how they delved into Zoe actually finally expressed her feelings out loud. And it was it was heartbreaking, but also joyful at the same time. Yes, Amir, Amir, I know you have many thoughts on this. I have so many opinions. Uh, my parents were overhearing me watch the show and they're like, what are you watching? Because I, they could hear me like kind of whimpering and then I was screaming. They were like, are you okay? So this episode really affected me. I don't know if it's because I've been at home since Wednesday night, but I'm like literally so affected. It, it was so well done. And like when they did Say My Name and then Lauren Graham doing TikTok, it was like, I feel like everyone's voice really settled. So they were all just like very comfortable in their kind of roles. And it was just very natural. And I thought for a second at the end, Jane was going to sing because she was so overcome with emotion. So it was, it was just a fabulous episode all around. Yes. And Kitty, Kitty, how are you feeling? Um, I have yet to be disappointed. I think this show is so, so, so well done. I feel like we hammer that home every week, but it doesn't go without saying that this is just incredible writing. Obviously, they cast it impeccably. The two 
verses of their uh, songs are always um, applicable and so well done. I'm sorry, but I did not see Jessica, right? The fiance? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did not see Jessica killing it like that. Like, what? what is this Destiny's who? What's happening, Beyonce? Like, I was <laughs> so pleasantly surprised because you could butcher that one. You know, and they did it so well as the original. It could kind of be corny, but they killed it all the way through. And you know what I'm finding every week? I find myself going, I love the plot. I love the acting. But when they going to sing again? I want them to sing again. So, yeah, I, I loved it. I, all yes. the songs apropos yep. and it was such a good time as always yeah for me i almost get too comfortable watching the dramatic acting i get so sucked into the story and then all of a sudden a musical number comes in and just throws me completely off guard <laughs> in the best way possible and i think yeah. that say my name sequence was my absolute favorite uh, of the whole I, episode i have to say i might have been dancing along <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, was. I was trying not to sing along at all <laughs> it was so good Yes. I was singing along in the mirror. So I was watching it in a mirrored room and I was singing along to the mirror. So I was really into it. It was great. That, that sounds like the way to do it for sure. But we do get Max getting a makeover in this episode. Uh, Autumn is not too happy with uh, their breakup as much as we originally were led to believe. And we finally get to see Max hang out with Mo. And I thought that was awesome. What was the song that um, the the barista sang? Autumn sang to him. What song was that? You it was give, like a, you give love a bad name. Yeah, yep. that's right. Yep. That was very appropriate. And I think Max is so every guy in a relationship that breaks up with a girl is like, I'm fine. My hands are clean, and it's like, no boo, it ain't. Here's exactly. your coffee. That's not how it goes. Mm -mm. It ain't gonna be that easy. Yeah, I loved. I so Autumn had this kind of like she was like running through fields. Like she was very kind of like hipstery kind of like lighthearted during her relationship with Max and then to sing a song like Bon Jovi was such a contrast to her like outward like appearance and kind of the personality that she puts on and so it just made me laugh like I, I was just enjoyed it so much that it was so different than what her what everyone else sees right. that it right. I, I thought it was really fun. But and that's I why the show has such good writing too, because it's in SF. There's a lot of like fake granola people. And right. I think inside she's kind of like aggressive. And then what we see is this like super field hopping fairy gypsy woman, but it's not the truth. <laughs> How dope is it that Mo showed up when she did and was like, wait, wait, just so we're clear, you broke up with her, you broke her heart. Now you're going to explain to her that you don't want her heart to be broken, but you're still broken. Like that isn't even what she said, but that's how <laughs> men are just so clueless. Like, so let clueless. me go wear it now. I don't want her to hate me. What? You're done. Move on. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Like he was her. not, he was not reading any of the signs. Nope. They never not do. paying attention and just thinking, oh, we broke up like cordially. Like we're great. We can be friends. And it's like, right. oh, it doesn't work that way. You have no. to like, set rules and guidelines and he was just not listening. Well, thank well he God always wants to be the good guy. I'm just Sorry, go ahead. What was that case? I was just saying, I'm glad that Mo showed up at, in the nick of time. Right, right. Definitely yeah, helped out. up and saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a problem with Max's character as a whole. And I think one of the reasons that Zoe's not attracted to him so much, I mean, she's getting there, but it's because he always wants to be the good guy. Where I yeah. think Simon has dimension, where it seems like Max is always trying to be the good guy. So, Yeah, Max maybe always wants to be liked. And I thought it was even really funny how Autumn was not only writing insults on Max's coffee cup, but also on Mo's. <laughs> on Mo, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what no did she put? Mo. No, no Mo on it. No Mo. <laughs> and I, I love too how Mo made him just take off his jacket and like 
throw it away and he just like put it on a parking meter but isn't that the truth though like you break up with the guy you're not friends with his friends anymore no. as a matter of fact they haven't done anything to you but you hate them anyway True. yeah True. <laughs> speaking of people hating other people i do want to get into uh jessica and simon but before we do that i just want to thank everyone at home for making us the espn of tv talk we would not be able to put on this show without you especially right now where i am literally hosting this show out of my closet uh it means a lo- <laughs> it means it means the world that you are all watching and listening and just make sure you like this video, leave us a comment, subscribe to all the AfterBuzz TV channels on YouTube. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a positive review, uh, leave a good rating. It really, really helps out this show a lot. Helps us keep the lights on, help me keep this one light that's on in my closet right now. <laughs> so please, uh, it, it means the absolute world. And we're still gonna, we're gonna persevere. We're gonna have a lot of fun right now yes, talking about this episode. Yes. Someone, someone who is not having fun is Jessica. Jessica's having a terrible, terrible time when Poor she baby. found out that Simon snuck over to Zoe's house the night before. Ooh. Yeah, this is awful. Yeah. This is probably <laughs> like the worst and best engagement party ever. Like you, <laughs> True. You had well, like Mo a was dance loving mom, it. But also, you had like this fight. Yes. <laughs> and it was epic. And it the was epic. And you had things like literally everything. in flames. Yeah, well, it seems like even filming it was fun. According to uh, my friend Kapil, who plays uh, Tobin, he said that everyone got drunk at the party. So that's kind of fun that like they actually, the, the actors had fun too. So it seemed like it was a lit engagement party from the inside out. That's awesome. Fun. Isn't that right? how it's supposed to go? So like you're on set for from like forever. Literally right. like, you know, whatever. And so to right. make the time go faster, to actually enjoy what you're doing times 10. Come on, man. That's awesome. Why not? It's not a bad yeah. situation. They probably hang that, out a lot off the set too. I can see I, that. They do. They do. Yeah. I stalk some of their social medias and they're in each other's stories. And oh, I think yeah, it's a really all- good cast. Yeah, they, they all like live tweet each other and tag each other, and they all seem very supportive of each other, which is so nice. And the writers too; the writers all watch it together, and I think they're really making an effort to make such a beautiful show. And I think even even the engagement party it was so well set up, like for all the drama. Like when the mom and Jane, Maggie and Jane, were talking, I didn't even cross my mind that she'd be listening. But it's such good; it's such a good device, you know, like a writing. Yeah, I mean, they had the way it was structured, the engagement party, like the writing and just like the moments was very like deliberate. And I feel like every episode is surprising and deliberate in the way that they reveal the moments that are going to shock people. And you know. No question. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, yeah, I honestly just love the reveals. There's so many layers. Mm-hmm. It's literally the definition of an onion show, right? Like every time you think you know, we try to predict and, oh, there's leaning this way and I think they're going to go that way. You have no idea. They looked around a thousand times to make sure no one was listening in on their conversation and lo and behold, <laughs> the window, <laughs> you know? It's so dope. It's like, oh God, I didn't see that coming at all. I love it. Yeah, what was frustrating for me, though, is that Zoe had to wait this long to realize that she actually had feelings for Simon and mm. that she's she's affecting everyone and it's going to be a ripple effect. Right. And that she is compromising this relationship, Simon and Jessica, that is like they need to figure it out. And I'm kind of upset with Simon, too, because Simon is not communicating with Jessica and is mm-hmm. not 
being open with her mm -hmm. and you have to communicate. And I get like, he wanted to talk to someone, but you, you, there's a fine line of like confiding in like a female coworker and going over mm -hmm. there at night. Like it's. Well, right. we already knew that they're both playing this little game right. where they're like, we're just friends. We're just coworkers. We just communicate. But at the end of the day, if you're texting me at 11 o'clock at night, even 10 o'clock at night, and we're just coworkers, that's inappropriate. So they both it knew what they were doing, right. though they kept acting as if they didn't. So it wasn't like she had this big reveal in her mind, I mean, this big aha moment, like, oh, maybe I really do like, you knew all along that you felt this way, but you were trying to be the classy, rise above it, non-home record type so you were like let me just distance myself and you know play the good girl and ask this man to leave and do all the right stuff but everyone could see it they both knew it you know it was right, just a matter right. of them being honest with yeah themselves. but her saying it out loud makes it super real yeah it that does it like, does oh, do you think em it's because she was also grieving like with her dad situation and work sometimes like when you're grieving you don't see what's right in front of you so maybe it took her a second to be like oh wow i really do like simon like it seems like she's kind of was all over the map. And then I think for Jessica too, there was a moment where she said something kind of really random to Jane. She was like, if I was in your situation, I would jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. And then she kind of realized that was inappropriate. So maybe that's why Simon doesn't go to her because she's not really that sensitive. Like it seems like she's kind of a bit more blunt. And did you see her reaction when she revealed that she knew what was going on with Zoe's dad? It was, mm -hmm. Zoe was really genuinely not only surprised, but I think taken aback, kind of insulted, almost mm -hmm. like your husband told you that when I didn't share that with you. Like, that's yeah. not something that I would necessarily want to talk to you of all people about. Yeah, no. I mean, Jessica has kind of like a harsh quality to her personality. Yeah. She comes off as abrupt. And so yeah. that moment in the office, Zoe was taken aback by, oh, Simon brought this stuff up with you and, right. and also she was working with her mom too so she knew with, on the flowers so she knew so her mom could have confided in her oh husband. yeah good point she of, was at the house of like oh, hey this is what's going yeah, on she's seen it firsthand so yeah you're right but mm -hmm. to bring it up at a workplace yeah still a little insensitive it was just a very insensitive, even the way that she waited for Simon to give his full toast before she confronted him. I'm like, they were just, I'm like, I get that Jessica is the one that can be frustrated because they kind of did her wrong. But even the way that she allowed him to give this whole speech and then have this confrontation, I felt like it was in poor taste. I don't know. But again, she's the I mean, one. They had to it. fit the, they had to fit the musical number in there. Totally, totally. You're <laughs> right, you're right. <laughs> you're right, I get it. <laughs> yeah, they had to make it for, work for sure. They had to it make did it seem like it was. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It did seem like it was. I just want to say. I just want to agree that it did seem like it was in very poor taste. Uh, Jessica, she she doesn't seem to be a very sensitive person, especially uh, to what her her husband's been going through. And I mean, rightfully so, she should be angry. But calling out her husband and Zoe in front of everyone at the party uh yes. that was that was rough that was hard to watch the only person who loved watching it was mo mo was having an absolute blast yeah mo was like drinking having a right she's like let the fun begin yeah. yes and why she felt the need to like make it a thing for everyone no let's tell everybody all our friends here like mm -hmm. girl calm down mm -hmm. let's have a discussion like grown-ups and then discuss what's going to take place next yes. but i thought I you guys are right like that she's just very abrupt and oh, what about when she blurted out it's always about your dad <gasps> mm. oh that was, I was like, like maybe why five would times you I, say yeah. that? I wanted to throw my drink at the screen that's what I that wanted. was bad same 
same. It was bad. I mean, it's only only been six months. Not even a year. Or a year. A year. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 10 years from now, you think I'm going to be less hurt than my dad took his own life? Like, not even that he died of natural causes? He took his own life. That's crazy. She's a little insensitive. I don't know. I'm not. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. She's just a little bit. To be like the devil's advocate, Zoe also, and Simon should have been open with Jessica in the beginning and just said, hey, this is what's going on. I was there. Like, why have a full engagement party when you're not completely honest with your partner? Right. And And is there anything going about like it's fine? Em, is there anything like with your husband that you feel more comfortable talking to, like, let's say a friend or someone outside of a relationship? Or did you guys always just confide in each other? I, I don't uh, have a relationship. I'm curious. I, I don't know. We talk about everything. Like, oh, see, that's, what, that's a healthy relationship. Anyone. Yeah. See, that's yeah, very and healthy. clearly their relationship is not the healthiest mm-hmm. right now. If he's mm-hmm. going to seek out other women or other people right. in general, like she right. said, I'm the love of your life, right? I'm your best friend. But clearly she's not all that she could be or she's not filling whatever void he needs because he's seeking outside um attention and validation and all that stuff that you're supposed to get from the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with but i mean i guess not simon has to figure out what he wants and how he wants to deal with it before he gets married Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they're not married yet like we you know we we can this is like the reason you get engaged and have like a little bit of time is sometimes to figure out some of these kinks, but it seems like Jessica's good on paper. So he's kind of like, okay, this should work. Like we should be good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, there's mm-hmm. certainly a lot to unpack there. That was certainly an eventful mm-hmm. night, uh, especially for Zoe, who right on the verge of tears, went on to get a phone call, letting her know that her father had fallen down the stairs that she needs to make it to the hospital right away. Yeah. Oh, that, oh. <laughs> that, was, that was another moment that was hard to watch, but... Uh, I mean, uh, Max kind of comes in and saves the day a little bit to some degree. And thankfully, Mitch turned out to be okay. But I mean, that's where things got really interesting in this episode for me. I agree. And Max has been her friend for so many years. It wasn't weird that he stepped in and was like, let me hold you down. You're my friend. I got you. You know what I mean? You don't Mm -hmm. have to worry about that. Obviously, we know that it was motivated by deeper feelings than that. But it doesn't seem odd. Nobody in his family or her family questioned it or his because they've been together and kind of thick as thieves in terms of friendship, platonic friendship (laughs) for a long time. So it was pretty dope that he just stepped right in and was like, I got you, girl. I'll put you on my back if I have to. And, you know, figuratively, he kind of did with the... Yeah, he literally did. Yeah. I mean, that song that he sang, just, uh, what is it, 500 Miles? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It it was so emotional. It's just, like, it's uplifting. And the fact that he, like, took the scooter and was going to... Willing to do anything for her. And the fact that she still hasn't seen it yet is so frustrating. It's so okay. shocking. Like he tried to fight someone and Max is not the type. He was like, I'm going to fight no, you. Not and then, at all. No. It kind of turned me on, honestly. Like when he was like, I'm going <laughs> to fight you. I was like, yes, daddy, finally. Like okay. showing up. Confrontation when necessary. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. the, the actor, I, I so so Skylar's the actor uh, mm-hmm. that plays Max and he's so mm-hmm. incredible in the show. And I'm so glad he finally got a really good he's always had good songs but this was like really could see his breadth of like range how yeah. really sing a song and i loved it and it was it just was so emotional it was really epic and then em is this the first time they've had a song that started and then ended later like because 
Usually the songs end at so. once, right? Yeah. Is that the first time they've done that where they started a we've, song and then ended it We've kind of seen songs continue when she's been trying to escape them but this wasn't yeah. one that she was trying to run away from this is one that right. she embraced but then right. it resurfaced later i think it was just showing that max still had the exact same feelings that he had before yeah, yeah he didn't uh, lose them over the couple hours yeah <laughs> like, i don't know it yeah. worked for me but when he was out there yeah. outside her window singing that song that was when i started to really choke up a bit i was, I was crying like, oh, was so no good. just just go out to him, Zoe. Just go out to him. <laughs> He's still. I out thought there. she was gonna kiss him when she opened the door again and said like good night. It seemed like she was gonna. Well, when he hugged her, embraced her, and said, "You know, I'm always here for you, no matter what. Like I'll, I pretty much, I do anything for you." How is that not a sign that he has major feelings for you? It was amazing because the brother wasn't even there. Like Max stepped no. in as the brother. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it was great. Yeah, so when, when Mitch made this fall down the stairs, it was one of his old friends that was helping him. And uh, uh, Amir, you th you have some theories about uh, <laughs> what could be going on with him and Maggie. I do. I think that Blake and Maggie have a little bit of a moment, honey. He is salt and pepper heaven. And, <laughs> you know, he has that kind of like weird sense of humor. And she kind of has this kind of very... Um, Mother Earth vibe, like doing shrooms. I could see them doing shrooms in Joshua Tree. I just see a relationship. Like, I am here for it. Like, I think that, like, it's a great time to whip out that Kama Sutra book and have a second relationship. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm I cannot with you. Yeah. Man, it I love it. You know, and I it think that, honestly, it. Mitch would sign off because it's like his best friend. No. Like, what a person to leave her with. Yeah, well, let him leave the earth first before sure, they course. embark on their oh, new adventure. Yeah, you have to 100%. wait a second. No, no, 100%. Yeah. They mourn so, together and then they fuck. <laughs> yes, and then they get like, in. Sorry. <laughs> but Maggie, uh, Maggie does feel yes, a little guilty, I mean, though. Speak on it, baby. That's exactly how it's going down. <laughs> right, right, Ma Maggie I, feels a little guilty about the fall. She oh, does. Yeah, a lot guilty. When yeah, she wanted to spend time at the engagement party and then feels guilty, which is totally normal. Right. And especially she's, she's, cause she has like an early great, has to go through an early grieving process. So she has this time with him where she has to take care of Mitch. She has to really care for him, prepare her family for what is going to happen. Cause we all know it's going to happen eventually. So it's so hard to like actually go out and take time for yourself and have some fun. And mm -hmm. the fact that this happened is just like another thing to add to her guilt. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, it seems like she's like kind of in a way like self-quarantining herself, like because she feels like responsible for him. And and like M said so eloquently, like he's not gone, but she has to mourn. It's like when someone has Alzheimer's, like they lose themselves and you 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 like they're not gone. They're still physically there. And it's like it's weird to be like. I'm going to go out to dinner with my friends. Like it feels like you're leaving someone that needs you. So I really feel for her. So Yeah. I, I, I do like how Zoe immediately came to her defense though and said, no, this isn't your fault. Like uh, I forget her, the friend's name, but he's a, Blake, Blake is, he's a big, <laughs> strong man. Like the doctors were surprised it didn't happen sooner. Uh, like it could have happened to any of us. They just happened to slip. And, and I think, I think that, is meant a lot because I was a little worried there that maybe Maggie was going to have a setback where she was once again going to be afraid to go to work, afraid to leave the house. So I really appreciated that moment. And I think hopefully it means that her character can continue to move forward down the road and not mm -hmm. revert back to who she was in episode one.
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I think the guilt might take on a little bit more of a cautious um, stance with her. Like, I don't see her rushing out the door to go to work and to do other things. And the ble- the blessing is that she has a business where she doesn't have to report anywhere um, every day. So she still has the ability to have more leeway, more um you know, uh, she can create her own time, I guess is what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I hope that she's able to, just as you said, allow herself to leave and not have that guilt. But it's really hard. Like, as just, I mean, you know, if I have my own personal situations and my mom and whatever, and that guilt doesn't, it doesn't leave you. You know, you have to make it make sense so that you can focus on your own stuff. But right. it doesn't go anywhere, you know? It, it, it just, it you know, that's your family. You love them. You want to make sure that they don't ever feel like you aren't there for them. Right. And Kitty, people also put it on you. Like if you go, I'm sure, I don't know about with your mom's situation, but when my grandma was sick, if I went out to dinner, people were like, oh, is she okay? Is she alone? And it's like, they would, people would like unwittingly kind of make you feel guilty for Which not like horrible. being there all the time. Yeah. Which is so yeah. But people always, we're so funny how quickly we are to judge. You don't get mm-hmm. to be in a position to tell someone else how to deal with whatever their situation right. is, you know? Right. I just had a baby, so in six weeks I go have dinner with my husband, and all of a sudden I'm a bad mom. Yeah, it's it's been six weeks. I think I need to eat and, like, live my life. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? How about you have a seat and worry about your kids? You know, yeah, that's so quick. Yeah, Kitty, that's a, you you make a good point. That's what I was gonna say that that she's dealing with a lot of guilt, but also yeah. being judged by other people. So that, oh. and again, if she, if she goes out to dinner or if she takes a break, because you know the the Zoe and, and her brother are switching off taking care of him, right? She's gone for an hour to like go to get her nails done or a spa or something. And if something happens, like that guilt and her being judged for taking that time for herself is always going to be there. And mm-hmm. so she's going to mm-hmm. have to navigate that and find a way to like forgive herself mm-hmm. and let and not let other people's negative voices get in there. It's like you know what it makes for me personally. I can only speak for myself. Obviously, what works for me is just the realization. Obviously, you know you can do the whole. I don't care what people say. I don't care what people think about me. But we all do. We're human, so it's yeah. going to have some effect on you at some point. The mm-hmm. bottom line, though, is what are you to your like? Can you look yourself in the mirror? Do you feel okay when you go to bed at night? Like, are yes, there's going to be guilt, but overall, do you know that? For instance, I'm a good daughter to my mom, or you know, when I would have mommy guilt, am I a good mom to my kid? Like. You have to make that decisive uh, situation for yourself. You can't allow people because there's always, and plus we all a bunch of freaking hypocrites. It's so easy for you to <laughs> think about it. Like, oh, I would never. And is your grandma okay? Is she alone? What the do you think? Do you think I left my grandma alone? Like, I need to eat. So I came out to eat and enjoy your company. But if you're going to make me feel badly, you can leave. How about that? Because I'm not going anywhere because I'm doing my thing tonight. I have a babysitter for my grandma. And I'll right. be, you know what I mean? Like, and right. guess what? Tomorrow, there's going to be something going on in your life that you have to make a decision like this. So I promise not to be that mm-hmm. friend that comes over and goes, are you doing the right thing? Are you sure? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Like, it's so easy to judge. How dare it you? Is. It is. I think Kitty, um, I think Maggie needs you as a friend. We need to write <laughs> Kitty into the show as the best friend because I think she's going to get her out of the house. Yeah. I would love to be the best friend. That's yes, an episode I would Maggie love to see. Get it in, baby. Yeah. Like <laughs> the next said, one, neighbor. I'll bring over lasagna. <laughs> lasagna? <laughs> perfect. I'll bring the doobies. 
Listen, yeah. we should all we should actually all be major characters on this show. We I think be. is what I'll, we're I'll trying be a, to say. Like a guest star. That's but, okay. Yeah, I'm uh, down. We could be like a book club. We could be. A oh, book that would be so cool! Yeah. And then we could yeah. sing. Ooh, what song would we sing? Oh, oh that's a good one. We yeah, have to well, come. We gotta come up with a song, Emily. We have to come up with one. Okay, I'll think about well, it. Gonna, yes. Okay. Well, speaking of how far we would go for people and what songs we would sing, I think it's a perfect yes. moment to get into our special segment for this week. Yes. It's our own nice eternal musical monologue. <laughs> yeah, that segue was everything. That was amazing, Brandon. That was like on point. Thank you. I've been working on it. You know, I've been working on it. <laughs> Emily May, take us away. All right, so this episode was all about how far you would go for other people and for people that you love. And so I wanted you to pick a song that you would sing to someone, what your inner monologue would be. So I'm gonna share my song and my song is by Meatloaf. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and don't laugh. <laughs> no, I love Meatloaf. Okay. I'm here for it. And it's, I would do anything for love. Aww. And some of the lyrics is I would do anything for love. I'd run right into hell and back. Wow. I would do anything for love. I'd never lie to you. And that's a fact. And then <laughs> so eloquent. I feel like it's so it. appropriate for this episode. Rock out, right. baby. Rock. We out. love Meatloaf. We're here yeah, for it. Meatloaf. Maybe that we gotta find a Meatloaf song. <laughs> yeah, maybe the four of us can do a Meatloaf song and don't. That would be awesome. Right. <laughs> so Brandon or Amir, do you have any songs? I do. I have one too. So I love Vanessa Carlton, A Thousand Miles. That song is just like. It's literally in the title, like I'll go a thousand miles. It seems these days people are going a thousand miles for some, you know, toilet paper. But, <laughs> but I think that we need to be kinder to each other and we need to go a thousand miles for each other. Like, I think especially when something like this happens, we need to be kinder. We need to stop hurting people to get supplies. We need to just take a deep breath. Like, you should be kind to your friends and family and people that are around you. Like Totally. Amen. That song really spoke to me tonight. So yes. we're all in this together. We all yeah. are in our quarantined apartments yeah. and houses. And exactly. luckily we have this communication, but sure. gotta be kind. Exactly. Amen. It's not that hard. Brandon, do you have a, a cool song? Yes, I do. Actually, I love Amir's choice. I'm going to make that my one B. But my one A is I'm actually going to go with Max in this episode with 500 miles. Specifically, the slow version that he sings at the yes. end. Like, absolutely crushed my soul in the best way Aww. possible. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, so good. I I just, no, I relate to that, me. too, That's Brandon. so me. I relate to that. Because I don't think I can go a 1,000 miles. That's far. I, yeah. can, I don't think I can even run a marathon. <laughs> but I think 500 is enough. Oh, it's feasible. It's realistic. You know that It's like... If the man of your life showed up, baby, you would be on that scooter so fast. But I'm on my way. 999 miles to go. Oh, no, I'd I fight someone for a scooter. I love all say. of your choices, you guys. Thank you. So, amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you sharing. And so let us know in the chat. Let us know on Twitter. Let us know what your song is and how far you would go for someone. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Let us know. I that's a conversation I really want to have in particular because this episode, this this one particular topic, uh, it's really it just really hit me. I'm Team Max all the way. You know, I'm Team Max all the oh. way. So I'm more Team Max than I am than I was before. Now I'm like fully Team Max. Good, <laughs> good. 
excellent. I'm still Team, team Simon. Simon. No come on. Oh, team oh Simon. come on. He, he was sweeping those burned roses. I just wanted to give him a hug and his shirt was unbuttoned. And I was and like, who's fault is it? It's Simon's fault. It's Simon's fault. Well, no, but think- she said, no, but like what Jessica said tore my heart. She said, I love you, but I need to be mad. And I was like, yeah, oh, Simon. It's true. I think Simon. we we're going to have to talk about where we might think things are going in our predictions for this for next week's episode where do we think that this show is going do we think uh Simon... predictions there Ooh. it is yes Ooh. thank you carly thank chapman you. <laughs> okay That's i'll start so if can I we make that yes, kitty. Soundbite from now on i'm sorry okay, yes kitty kitty okay, go sorry. right ahead if I had to get, well, I do have to, don't I? Um, giving my prediction <laughs> for next week, I, from the, um, you know, they give us a little baby preview of next week. So it looks like um, Simon is finally kind of drawing the line in the sand and saying, okay, I was inappropriate before. I knew it, you knew it, but things have changed. Obviously the cat is out the bag. My wife knows, so I'm going to chill. You chill and let's just be co-workers as we were once before. So I definitely see that. I don't know how long that's going to last, but I do like the fact that he's finally like being communicative and adult and all the right stuff. I mean, you are supposed to be marrying this other woman, right? I mm-hmm. also predict that um, the husband um, eventually gets better and better and then he leaves us. Like, <gasps> oh, I'm sorry. That's just what I see. I see him getting to the point where they think that he's fully recovered, and then he dies. Oh, Kitty! I almost hung up. I'm out, guys. That's yeah. my time. <laughs> that's Kitty, too why? real. Like, you're that's making me cry. Yeah. Why Amir, is it always that you and Amir writer, have to drop the these bombs? You're the best writer. You're always like, no, let's be realistic. This is what happens. We're like, oh no, don't say it. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying it for you. I know. Thanks, <laughs> Kitty. I think the quarantine's made me very soft. <laughs> Amir, you need to go take a walk around the block. <laughs> I do. Right? I really do. Really Amir, what are you thinking? Um, okay, so I have something that's a little um, off the cuff, which is very on brand for me. Um, <laughs> I think what's going to happen is that the mom's going to be working more, so she's going to hire a nurse, and then she's going to start feeling jealous of the nurse and um, Mitch's interaction. And Mitch is going to kind of because he has a weird sense of humor. I think he's going to play up the flirting just to make her kind of get flush and play around with each other, like in a very fun way, not like Mitch is ever going to do anything, but like in a very fun way. And I think it's going to be nice for Maggie to then confide in this woman, um, in the nurse and kind of be able to connect. Um, that's kind of my prediction there. And then I think that um, Mo's guy that um, he met at the engagement party is going to be a bigger part in his story. And there's going to be like, they're going to start dating, but then he's going to sing a song about how he's taking advantage of Mo. <laughs> to um zoe so okay storyline like, you killing yeah. it babe that's Why my story ideas? i don't know I and know. then zoe's gonna tell him and he and then tell mo and mo's gonna be like i'm not hanging out with you you don't like my boo and all this stuff because this guy's cheating on mo that's my prediction oh my gosh oh my goodness I know. That's I have a lot of time to myself. all right emily piss, p- pitch I, your best uh i mean my predictions play. are not gonna be as good Very as quickly. that we're just about but, out of time here oh yeah so i would say um max and and Zoe, you're going to get closer. And then Zoe, I mean, we see that Zoe reveals this, uh, this power that she has. And I think they're going to have like a really big moment, like an epiphany is going to happen. I think they're going to have a big dance number. And I think, uh, I think Mo and the person that Mo met at the engagement party, they're going to have something happen. Um, I think he'll have a song 
And uh, yeah, I think there's going to be new relationships blossoming all around us. That wow. Yeah, I cannot wait to see that. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where things go with uh, Max and Zoe, if she is really going to tell him about her powers or not. But that uh, wraps things up for us today. Uh, Emily May, where can people find you online uh, before next week? Yeah, so you can find me on all social media platforms <laughs> at Emily May Heller. And Kitty Kaboom, where can people find you online? Find me on IG at Kitty Kaboom, K-I-T-T-I-E-K-A-B-O-O-M, and on Twitter at Kitty Meow. And Amir, Yasai, if the writers want some pointers from you, how can they reach out to you? <laughs> they, can, they can DM me on Instagram at Amir Yas underscore. And if you want to see my quarantine daily TikTok, you can follow me at Amir, A-M-I-R Yas. I am doing a daily quarantine TikTok, so enjoy. Love that. that. I Love still that. don't have a TikTok, but I'm definitely going to sign well, up just for that. Well, it's the time to start. This is the time <laughs> uh, to do it. <laughs> definitely. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BrandonHanna07. And we will see you all next week for another extraordinary episode of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.